0: Speaking of Travel is sponsored by the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at FlyAVL.com. Prestige Subaru, outfitting western North Carolina for adventure with the 2019 Crosstrek. Find out how to make it yours at PrestigeSubaru.com. Urban Escape Vehicles, a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. Get a taste of van life and book your adventure vehicle today. Visit uevrental.com and Leapfrog Tours, offering tours and transportation so you can enjoy the beauty, adventure, and culture of Western North Carolina. Find out more at leapfrogtours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard no passport required
1: Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Now, be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. You'll receive the latest in travel news and travel tips and some really cool upcoming vacation destination opportunities that... You should get on board. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, on the iHeartRadio app, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Speaking of travel is out there in podcast world, so be sure to tune in and listen to some of those past episodes they are inspiring and will move you. In fact, today's show will move you as well because... In today's world, it's so important to find ways to balance preservation of the planet and the places we visit. We talk a lot about that on Speaking of Travel, and I think if we as travelers begin to pay more attention to environmentally friendly practices and somehow find ways to support those who have strong environmental records, we can change things. We have the power to make things better. We can do small things and have a huge impact by creating socially responsible travel experiences. And my guest today is Kelly Louise, founder and executive director of Impact Travel Alliance, the world's largest community for impact focused travelers and travel professionals welcome Kelly thank you so much for being on the show today
2: thank you so much for having me
1: well Kelly you've been on the show before but remind everybody I'm sure there are new listeners since you were on last uh, what impact travel alliance is and and give us a little history about how it even came to be
2: so, Impact Travel Alliance is a global community and a nonprofit, and our vision is to improve the world through travel. And we do that by educating travelers on how to make these little changes within each of the touch points of their travel experience that add up to having a big impact. So, whether that um, opting to choose for more eco-friendly businesses or supporting more local businesses. There's all of these little touch points and decisions that we make as travelers that add up to having a big impact on our world and um, the communities that we're visiting. Um, so we're all about inspiring and engaging and educating travelers on how to become more mindful of how their decisions have an impact um, and then make it easier to make those changes.
1: And it's working. You have chapters all over. Tell us a little bit about these local chapters in, the, in these cities around the world and how, how everybody participates.
2: Absolutely. So we, um, we launched originally in 2015, um, and I'm based in New York City. And um, we started here in New York City um, just by having come around um, innovation within the travel industry and how um, we can bring more awareness to sustainable tourism. And through um, the power of social media and word of mouth, um, we've grown incredibly rapidly um, and incredibly organically. We have more than 25 chapters around the world. Um, so our chapters are hosting events that are focused on education and advocacy around sustainable tourism. And then we have opportunities for our community to connect digitally as well through online content, as well as um, things like social media through um, like a Facebook group and things like that
1: that is really building community one person at a time around the world to help educate um and spread the word of what we can do to to really make a difference to have that impact like you said now kelly it's it's summertime and you know this would be a good kind of stepping off point right now when we think about solutions and what we can do to be part of uh, protecting our environment and empowering locals and uh, and the communities around the world. So. It- Let's take a little look at a typical summer vacation and uh, talk about some, these are very newsworthy uh, topics, plastic pollution. I've been seeing so much about plastic pollution and of course, climate change, which is a, a theme that we work around on speaking of travel regularly. Give us an idea of, of what's going on in that area.
2: So, it's summer and it's incredibly hot out. And I think one of the things that's on everyone's minds in terms of a perfect vacation is visiting the beach. Um, and especially with um, social media, Instagram is inspiring us with beautiful shots of um, sunsets on the beach and just like these far off dreamy destinations. And I think that it's becoming harder and harder to ignore this problem around plastic pollution. Uh, you end up on the beach. And it's hard to go to any beach anywhere in the world and not be able to find some sort of plastic there. Uh, So July is actually Plastic Free July. Um, It's a global movement that started to help millions of people around the world understand uh, more about their plastic consumption and what we're using on a day-to-day basis and what it is basically is just a challenge to go the month without using single-use plastics Um, and of course um, nobody expects you to be perfect and there's a lot of changes um, that you have to make, everything from um, your coffee that you order in the morning uh, down to the, uh, like if you have a pet, like the packaging that that comes in. And so there's um, part of it is an awareness campaign to become more aware of the types of plastic that you're using and then also looking at um, how we can become advocates as well and push for change um, on a deeper level through businesses.
1: So really, what you're saying is that this movement uh, is making small changes, one step at a time, uh, solution based changes, so that people are educated and they understand uh, what's going on. Have you seen uh, success in this campaign?
2: I think that part of the the biggest success of it is just becoming more self aware. Um, again, if you're going to a beach and you see plastic on um, in the sand next to you, that's not as picture perfect as a destination as you would have hoped for it to be. And so when you start making those little changes in your day-to-day life, I think that that awareness is the first step that it takes to become an advocate. Um, 79% of plastic actually ends up in landfills. And so we think of Plastic as being reusable and recyclable, but it's actually this huge problem that exists around us. And when you consider uh, the fact that by 2050 there's going to be more plastic in the ocean than there are fish, then that's an insane problem that we have to start addressing right now. Uh, and again, I think that that comes back down to what can we do as an individual, and it might mean starting with skipping a plastic straw, and then that leads into a plastic cup or. Um, a plastic bag and opting to skip all of those different things. And that adds up. Um, and again, those little changes help you to become an advocate and then get more involved within your community and within the government systems as well.
1: It It's a way to make huge impact one small step at a time. Instead of using a plastic straw Don't use a straw. I was in a restaurant the other day. They had paper straws. It was a little different, but that's what they were choosing over the plastic. Instead of taking a plastic bag at the grocery, bring your own bag. So many of these are simple solutions, right, Kelly? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, and I think they, they definitely get easier over time. Um, and again, it's not about necessarily being perfect, um, because of course sometimes you're out and it's hot and you just need water, <laughs> um, and so you, you're kind of forced into um, into buying that. Um, but just being more aware of what those decisions look like and trying to be more conscious of it, um, and that in and of itself is um, the first step to making a bigger impact.
1: Well, these are all very easy steps and starting to pay attention. That's what we need to do. Kelly, what's the website where somebody can find out more?
2: For Plastic Free July, um, you can just um, look at the hashtag on Instagram or social media, Plastic Free July. Um, And then there's also a website with more tips, just um, at PlasticFreeJuly.org.
1: Perfect. Well, Kelly, we'll be back in a minute. This is Kelly Louise. She's with Impact Travel Alliance. We're looking at how we can make change happen.
3: Hi, I'm Ann Smith with LeapFrog Tours. Whether you're a local or visiting Western North Carolina for the first time, LeapFrog Tours offers fun opportunities to explore the area from beer to art and everything in between. We offer tours with set itineraries, custom excursions, and transportation services all over the area. We can help you explore, enjoy, and experience the beauty and culture of Western North Carolina. Learn more at LeapFrogTours.com.
0: With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out. If you think van life looks like a lot of fun but aren't quite ready to buy a camper van... Rent an outfitted adventure van from Urban Escape Vehicles. Awake each morning with a cup of coffee while breathing in fresh air and planning your travels for the day. Check us out on Instagram at urban underscore escape underscore vehicles or go to uevrental.com and use coupon code radio to receive a discount on your first camper van booking. And we're pet friendly.
4: It's summertime in Subiville, which means it's time for adventure here in western North Carolina. Or more aptly, time to get outdoors and outgoing down a road less traveled. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. And off the beaten path, nothing says tough like the tried and true reliability of an all-wheel drive Subaru. There's a reason why 97% of Subarus sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today and ready for the next adventure. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com.
5: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. and Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars.
1: Welcome back In to Speaking words. of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. I'm here today talking with Kelly Louise. She is the Director, founder, and director of Impact Travel Alliance, the world's largest community for impact-focused travelers and travel professionals. And Kelly, before the break, we were talking about uh, this plastic movement and people can get uh, tuned in to the Plastic Free July. Let's Stay on this a little bit and talk more about um, you know plastic is definitely uh, more of a man made, but there are there are other issues uh, around climate that okay maybe there maybe we can say where we have uh, a situation, but it's really something that's so much bigger than than anybody ever could have imagined. Um, what are, you, what are you all doing with um, educating and, and working with people to understand more about what climate change is?
2: I think the, the hard thing about climate change is that we hear so much about it in the news and we see all of these um, different examples of it and different theories around it, but it can often be a very hard concept to grasp. Um, and especially understand how it directly relates to you. So what we try to do is we take these bigger issues like climate change and then we break it down into ways that it's impacting us as travelers as well as potential solutions that that we see um, that can help to make a difference. Um, So looking at climate change, for example, there's a ton of different examples of how climate change is impacting us and the world that we exist in. But um, one thing that's really been on my mind lately because, again, it's summer and um, we're thinking about beach vacations. Um, And I was actually just in Puerto Rico um, a couple of weeks ago. And um, you go to the beaches and so many of these beaches, and it's not limited to Puerto Rico, it's a lot of the different Caribbean destinations. um, But you go to the beaches and you see seaweed that's just covering entire beaches and it stretches as far as the eye can see and so rather than seeing this pristine landscape where you have beautiful white beaches um, you're seeing sea that um, first of all you don't want to walk through but then second of all um, when it gets hot it also start, starts to decompose um, and it smells bad and so that's a big issue that on um, just an entirely selfish level as a traveler, you don't want to go to a beach that is um, covered in seaweed. Um, But then on a deeper level, looking at those destinations that really depend on tourism as an economic driver within their communities, then that's a slippery slope, looking at those long-term negative impacts for that local destination. Um, So The the seaweed, um, it's called Sargassum Seaweed, um, and it's actually... Um, There's a lot of theories around why it exists, um, but it's either likely linked to um, the potential, um, potentially because of rising temperatures in the oceans, or potentially because there's rising nutrients in the sea because of fertilizers that are being used. Um, So it's actually a huge strip of seaweed that stretches um, the entire length of the Atlantic Ocean from West Africa all the way over to the Gulf of Mexico, more than 5,000 miles, and then... As the ocean temperatures are rising, this um, giant chunk of seaweed um, is starting to decompose and break apart, and that's what's ending
1: up on our beaches. So what can anybody do about this?
2: So that's all um, part of the bigger picture when you're looking at these different touch points that you have for having less of an environmental impact. Um, One of the things that I think is really interesting when you start to consider that this is potentially occurring because of fertilizers that are being used, is if you look at um, the food that we're eating. uh, And that's an easy way to look at this lens um, of how can we improve the world through travel and something that is universally appealing. Um, Everyone loves a good meal. If you um, think about the best meal that you have for me, that's some um, really great farm-to-table experiences. Um, So in Puerto Rico, I was actually just on this trip with a company called Explore Equity. And they're a new travel company that connects these big issues um, with how to make an impact through immersive experiences. And so we were exploring food sovereignty on the island and how um, you can have a positive impact through food tourism um, that will help support hurricane relief efforts. So it's all intrinsically tied together through these little decisions that we're making, but when you start to look at it as, okay, there's seaweed on the, and this is simplifying it, but there's seaweed on the beaches. That's annoying. Like, how can I make these little changes in my day-to-day life? Um, oftentimes that comes down to something that is just as simple as where you're choosing to eat your food. i um, am looking at farm-to-table restaurants, um, places that support organic farming, um, agroecology, having that system that is a um, more of a long-term approach to sustainability within that community and thinking about how we can exist in a way that is environmentally sustainable.
1: And you're really, um, so much of that positive impact is through uh, paying attention, being more aware uh, of the local economy and the locally owned businesses and being able to um, really meet and engage with the locals so you're having that kind of experience, that is something that everybody could do, right?
2: Absolutely, yeah. And I think at the end of the day, it's just a better experience. You're getting a more authentic glimpse into that destination. You can really connect with the local communities, feel good about the money that you're spending and investing there because it's going toward a longer-term development of that destination that you're lucky enough to visit, um, so it's a win-win for both locals and travelers alike.
1: And it's really a way of building community on a on a global level so that everybody is kind of on the same page.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I talk a lot about um, how travel can turn someone into an advocate, and I think that that's something that really stood out to me about this Explore Equity trip as well in Puerto Rico is that um, it was a, a trip that was focused on food and food systems there, You have really great food, really great immersive experiences, but at the same time, I think it's one of the strongest examples that I've seen where travel can actually turn you into an advocate for that destination, because they also have um, components of the trip that were rooted in the political landscape and the history of the island, and so you walk away with a much deeper understanding of what all of that looks like, and that makes you have a, a deeper connection to it and become more of a global citizen.
1: And global citizen is such an important word right now because I think that as more and more people are stepping out and, and traveling, that being a part of a global community, of being a global citizen, it's like being an ambassador in a way. You come back and you uh, you spread the word about what's going on.
2: Absolutely. And it's, it's that difference that you... Um, That you see in the way that you even watch the news um, and you see that you have a personal connection to that destination. Um, And so you hear a story on the news and you can humanize that a little bit more. And I think that that um, travel is a beautiful way that can open up the doors to become more empathetic about the world around us.
1: That's exactly Empathy, compassion, you know, the people to people. And Kelly, how can somebody get more information about Impact Travel Alliance?
2: Impact Travel Alliance, we have a website that is a great starting point to learn more about our organization. That's impacttravelalliance.org. And then um, we also love social media. Um, our two favorite platforms are Instagram, so we're at Impact Travel Alliance. And then we also have Facebook, and then a Facebook group where people can connect directly with one another. So if you have a question about a destination or finding different sustainable travel offerings anywhere, um, you can connect directly with our community by searching for our Facebook group, Impact Travel Alliance.
1: Perfect. And the website for um, Impact Travel is impacttravelalliance.org.org. Dot org. This is Kelly Louise. She's with Impact Travel Alliance. We're talking about uh, just making an impact as we travel, making new choices, and we will re... I- I- Kelly, I'd like to talk more about Puerto Rico when we get back. Absolutely. I'd love to tell you more. Perfect. We'll be right back. Live your road trip dreams with Urban Escape Vehicles, a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. Get a taste of van life with the ultimate all-in-one adventure vehicle. Check us out on Instagram at urban underscore escape underscore vehicles. Or go to uevrental.com and use coupon code radio to receive a discount on your first camper van booking. And we're pet friendly.
6: This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. I wanted to talk with you about practicing patience. Travel can be a stressful experience if you let it be. There's so much out of your control, especially if you experience inclement weather, long lines, mechanical delays, or other unexpected events. Take a deep breath and prepare yourself from the very beginning of your journey to be patient and ready for unexpected things to happen. Download movies or podcasts to your mobile device. Bring an extra book to read, tuck your journal into your backpack, and do some writing if you find you have the time. Some travelers even practice yoga or meditation during travel delays, a great way to keep calm and carry on. This has been Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out.
5: Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subaruville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at prestigesubaru.com.
3: Hi, I'm Anne Smith with LeapFrog Tours. We love showcasing Western North Carolina, where there's a little something for everyone. You can sip your way through the extensive craft beer scene, see elk in their natural habitat, learn about the benefits of hemp and CBD at a sustainable farm, go on a history lesson along the French Broad River, and those are just a few examples of our fun tours. Learn more about our tour and transportation services at LeapFrogTours.com.
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and it's time to travel along the Gourmet Highway with our good pal, Doc Lawrence. And today, Doc's in Rome, Georgia, the beautiful Victorian river town that borders Alabama and stands out for its abundance of Southern heritage and hospitality. Hey, Doc, I've heard Rome, Georgia is the perfect setting for a relaxing getaway, and I'm sure there's Jack Daniels involved. So what's going on down there this weekend?
7: Maryland, just want to send you and your listeners worldwide a big shout-out from Rome. No, I'm not with the Pope. I'm nowhere near Vatican City, far from it. But I am about 120 miles west of Atlanta in Rome, Georgia, right on the Alabama border by the banks of the mighty Coosa River. This is the deep south, and it's a part of the south that you might not be familiar with. Rome is almost isolated, and it's beautiful. It's so well-preserved. It's one of the South's cultural treasures and one place I've always enjoyed visiting, even from childhood days in Atlanta. Arts, they're everywhere here. There are galleries, museums, and local artists thrive here, like my dear friend Melissa Harwell, who is an artist and also teaches art to schoolchildren. Rome is a major college town with Shorter University and Berry College. Berry was part of the generosity of Henry Ford, and it has a heritage that is solid in education in the South. And it's a beautiful campus to visit. Sports, why well, Maryland, this is the home of the Rome Braves. We kind of call them the Baby Braves. This is where we send the kids, the young boys, the young men, to groom their skills, hone their skills, and someday join the Atlanta Braves and World Series in the future. Maryland, this city, was once home, to Peggy's, a house much like the one in Dolly Parton and Burt Reynolds' hit movie, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Peggy Stone was a highly regarded person here. People that knew her well that I've talked to said that she never caused trouble. She was quiet, extremely generous, and a very decent person. I did meet her one time, and yes, it was at the funeral of a former governor, and I remember her wiping the tears from her cheeks during the service. That kind of person. But this is kind of the mystique of the South, anyway, Maryland. We're hard to understand, but we're good people, albeit a little complicated. Food? Well, everything is Southern here, but there is some good Italian fare. For me, Maryland, it's Bistro 208. You'll have a hard time finding anything this side of Atlanta that's good. White tablecloths, original art on the walls, wonderful service, a great menu a special wine list, and you get a generous pour of Jack Daniels here, which I always kind of appreciate. Maryland, I tend to measure any community, large or small, by the state of its local arts. Here, Rome really excels. Rome's little theater is a bit of a misnomer with its name. It isn't little at all, far from it. It's a major facility. It's got a balcony it's got a huge stage, a huge amount of comfortable seats, and it has an annual bill of fare with musicals, comedies, dramas that keep the city entertained year-round. Their local company is to be admired anywhere. With Maryland, I'm going to walk through the old cemetery here. It's on a high hill, and I'm going to take time to visit the grave of Woodrow Wilson's wife, and I'm going to go back and get dressed And I'm going to join some local friends at Beach Store 208. Tonight, Marilyn, it's going to be Georgia mountain trout stuffed with crab meat, a Caesar salad accompanied by a Shannon Block from South Africa. Eat your heart out, darling. I wish you were with me. We would have a ball and we would get full. Well, I better get moving. It's a long walk up the hill to the cemetery and I've got to go clean up. So, Marilyn, for now, this is Doc Lawrence for Speaking of Travel hosted by the irrepressible Marilyn Ball for the Gourmet Highway in Rome, Georgia, saying so long for now, and I hope to see you soon in your hometown.
1: Well, I think it's time for me to plan a visit to Rome and cross off my bucket list of things to see and do. I'm glad you're having fun, Doc. Remember, travel slowly, and you know you can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, I'm bringing back Kelly Louise. She is the founder and executive director of Impact Travel Alliance. And Kelly, before the break, we were talking about Puerto Rico. And, you know, Puerto Rico has been in the news a lot. There's, um, there's just been so much impact in Puerto Rico. And you were just there on this uh, journey with, what was it, Explore? Equity? Explore Equity. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about how that even came about and how you connected with them.
2: So Explore Equity is a socially conscious travel company. And um, basically what they do is they take a larger issue, a larger global issue, and then they look at potential ways to solve it through immersive experiences. Uh, I was connected to them through a company called Voyager, um, which is a co-working space and community for travel professionals Um, and their headquarters are here in New York city. Um, so the founders were talking to the team at Voyager and the team at Voyager was like, this is so aligned with all of the projects that Kelly is working on. So they connected us. And the more that I learned more about this project in Puerto Rico, um, the more that I was just fascinated by it. And I really wanted to go on the experience itself. Um, so if you know me and you know what we're up to with Impact Travel Alliance, one of the things that we get really excited about um, with our chapters all over the world is food tourism and how um, we can have an impact through um, through dinner or through lunch or through brunch or any of those. Everyone can connect around Breaking Bread um, and Explore Equity is um, this trip in Puerto Rico. They um, they had a trip that was curated to explore the food tourism experiences and the farming landscape in Puerto Rico and then to connect that to how um, we can support hurricane relief efforts as well as learn more about the political landscape of Puerto Rico. Um, so I was fascinated by it. I heard about it. I knew I had to be on the trip. Um, so I, I just wrapped up doing that a couple of weeks ago and it was a
1: fantastic experience. So, Give us a little idea of what it was like. Have you ever been to Puerto Rico?
2: I had been to Puerto Rico once before, yes, um, but I hadn't been since the hurricane had hit, and I had been wanting to go back, Um, not necessarily in a mindset of volunteering there. I think oftentimes a natural disaster happens, and people think that the only way that they can help is through volunteering. Um, But one of the bigger ways often that we can help is rather than – um, rather than volunteering somewhere, is simply to go back and support local initiatives through travel and tourism. So I knew that that was what I'd been um, wanting to do. And this, um, this trip just aligned, and it, it seemed like the right fit for me.
1: And so give us an idea of, of what the trip was like as far as um, were you there for a week or two weeks? How did that unfold?
2: The Explore Equity trip was for a week, um, and then I actually ended up staying a week longer on my own, and I went to Vieques, um, which I can talk about more in a moment. Um, but in um, the Explore Equity portion of the trip, it ranges from um, a, a small walking tour of Old San Juan to exploring um, hidden waterfalls with a company called Spot in Puerto Rico, which is a locally owned company, um, all the way over to having really great Um, farm to table dining experiences and it was the coolest thing to be sitting at a beautiful dinner table and eating some of the most delicious food that I've had Um, and then you look over and five feet away is literally the farm right there Um, and so you have the freshest possible foods that you could get um, and it's there and prepared by the local family that you're able to meet as well Um, and I think that that experience is really special. And then it also opens up your eyes to the bigger picture, um, because Puerto Rico, in its current state, they import 90% of their food. Um, And so when a natural disaster like a hurricane strikes, and then the ports close, then that puts this island, it really cuts it off from the rest of the world and makes it really difficult um, for people to survive and looking at these smaller grassroots projects is a great experience as a traveler Um, but then it's also very eye-opening to look at the potential behind how you can support those smaller efforts and change that number because Puerto Rico could it could actually farm a lot more of the food the land is readily available to be able to do that and so the systems just need to shift a little bit and there needs to be investments in these smaller grassroots projects Uh, so there's potential to help make puerto rico more resilient to hurricanes
1: well let's pick up right there when we come back kelly because uh this is so important i have kelly louise here she's with impact travel alliance we'll be right back
4: Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com.
3: I'm Ann Smith with LeapFrog Tours. Whether you're a local or visiting Western North Carolina for the first time, LeapFrog Tours offers fun opportunities to explore the area from beer to art and everything in between. We offer tours with set itineraries, custom excursions, and transportation services all over the area. We can help you explore, enjoy, and experience the beauty and culture of Western North Carolina. Learn more at LeapFrogTours.com.
1: Live your road trip dreams with Urban Escape Vehicles, a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. Get a taste of van life with the ultimate all in one adventure vehicle. Check us out on Instagram at urban underscore escape, underscore vehicles. Or go to uevrental.com and use coupon code radio to receive a discount on your first camper van booking. And we're pet friendly.
5: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. and Let me see what spring is like on... Jupiter and Mars.
1: Welcome yeah, back to Speaking World of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and we're here today with Kelly Louise. She's the founder and executive director of Impact Travel Alliance. And we're talking about just how we as travelers can begin to pay attention to more um, environmentally friendly practices and find ways to really support local economy Kelly, we were talking about Puerto Rico and your trip with Explore Equity there for the week. Let's talk a little bit about the next week. You were there on your own. What was that like? What was your uh, intention for that second week?
2: So uh, my second week, I went to Vieques, which is a small island that is east of the main island of Puerto Rico. And uh, Puerto Rico is actually is um, a surprising fact, but Puerto Rico is actually made up of 143 islands. And so we think of it as just one island, um, but there's actually 143. Um, Puerto Rico is the biggest one, and then the two smaller ones are Vieques and Culebra. I visited some of these smaller ones before, and um, they're just gorgeous. They have beautiful beaches, and I knew that I wanted to go back and spend some more time there. Um, So my second week that I was in Puerto Rico, I went to Vieques um, which you can either take a ferry over or a flight over, and it's not too far to get to. And um, I stayed at a sustainable, um, a sustainable hotel called Hicks Island House, and it's this beautiful, um, beautiful hotel that I almost would have been happy to not leave for the entire time that I was there. The architecture behind it is stunning, um, but then on top of that, what's really cool is that the entire thing. Is built with sustainability in mind Um, so it runs off of solar and wind energy um, and so when you start to imagine that um, in comparison to thinking about okay well if electricity shuts off because of something like a hurricane um, you know that Hicks Island House is still going to be okay Um, and then if you look at the architecture of the building as well um, it's these big sweeping buildings that are just very bold and architectural designs that are beautiful to look at um, but essentially they are kind of like a big box that can essentially close itself off against wind and rain and any elements. Um, and so when the hurricane hit, um, they were much less damaged than any of the other um, properties that were throughout the rest of the ECAS. And so looking at sustainable architecture and resiliency, I was just fascinated by this concept and I wanted to make sure that my beach vacation was incorporating uh incorporating that um, social good mindset at the same time.
1: And this is something that everybody can do. Uh, Give us some ideas on, uh, let's say that I wanted to take a trip and I wanted to be a little bit more tuned in. Uh, How would I even go about looking for something? Like what would I put in besides sustainable to find a place like the Hicks Island house?
2: So, That's one of the things that at Impact Travel Alliance, we're trying to make it easier for travelers to be able to do. Because I think people are really fascinated by this idea. But then when you start to Google something, it becomes more difficult when you're like, okay, well, I'm going to Puerto Rico. Where do I find what is authentic, what is actually doing good, and not actually just putting something up on the website? So um, one of the great places that you can start if you're interested in learning more is just to visit our website or to attend our events. And we try to break down these big concepts into um, resources and tools that you can use as a traveler to arm yourself um, with the knowledge that you need to book something in confidence that you're having a positive impact on that destination. Um, Another resource, again, is our Facebook group. Um, It's Impact Travel Alliance on Facebook. And you can ask our community for their recommendations as well. Um, So there's a lot of different ways that you can learn more about it through research, I would say the easiest way is to pick something that you're really passionate about, whether that um, is food tourism or staying in a beautiful hotel, the concepts that I've been talking about, um, and then starting to break that down and thinking about each of those touch points and how um, you can become more mindful about how those decisions have an impact on the world around
1: us. And on the people around us, I, the world for sure, the planet and the people, I, I truly feel that this uh People to people and and local uh, experiences is so important. And when you spoke earlier in the show about uh, founding the uh, Impact Travel Alliance, what did you say in two thousand fifteen? Yes, it's two thousand nineteen, and and it has grown so much because obviously this is a touch point. This is something that people are starting to pay attention to and want to. Uh, be a part of. What are the events that you mentioned?
2: So we have chapter events um, all around the world, ranging from here in New York City all the way over to Australia. Um, last year, we hosted um, more than 80 events around the world. Um, and these are through our chapters. It's the local teams that organize events that um that are focused on educating travelers within their communities about how to make a difference in their day-to-day lives, um, but then also when they're traveling. Because I think that that's that's a really important part of it, is to look at sustainability as a lifestyle. Because once you start to incorporate these little habits, then that means that it's going to be easier when you're abroad. Um, So those events um, range from anything from a class to a workshop to a panel to a walking tour of a city, Um, we get really creative with the the types of events that we're putting together. But the core theme throughout all of them is that we're taking a big picture um, and a global challenge that we're facing and then breaking that down through how we can make an impact as travelers.
1: And let's talk about that uh, for just a second because we've talked a lot about how travelers can make a difference. But give us... Maybe two or three um, uh, something you know solutions that somebody can do. We talked about you know plastics. What are some other uh, ways that we can create this uh, sustainable lifestyle that we can take with us when we travel?
2: So I always I like to take a big step back and. Um, talk about just what sustainable travel actually looks like and understanding that sustainable travel is simply tourism that has a positive impact on the environment, the community, and the economy of a local destination. So it can be applied to any type of travel, any destination, any travel style. And once you start to look at it through that lens and um, reshape how you're thinking about those decisions, um, whether that is the flight that you're booking or the company that you're booking with or the hotel that you're staying at or the souvenir that you're buying. There's so many different ways that you can support those three things. Um, Again, basically just people, planet, profit. How can you help that community in those ways? Um, So that could be anything from something as easy as taking a direct flight somewhere. Um, There's less carbon emissions that are emitted because it's a more direct path. Um, It could also be something as small as um, purchasing a souvenir that is made by a local artist so you're supporting that local community um, and the arts and traditions within it. Um, So there's all of those different touch points and I think that that takes shape differently from traveler to traveler. Um, But again, understanding what sustainability looks like is the first step. And then for me, the second step um, is picking a cause. And so um, whether that's women's empowerment or ocean conservation, there's all of these different ways that you can um, think about it in a way that holds true to who you are as a person, um, and you can see ways that travel can have a positive impact through each of those, um, those touch points and experiences on a trip.
1: Well, Kelly, I can't thank you enough for all the work that you're doing and, and your team is doing. You've got so many wonderful resources around Uh, and and just this growing community that uh, we all can be a part of. Tell us again how people can get more information about Impact Travel Alliance.
2: We are online at impacttravelalliance.org. And if you go to that page, you'll see a homepage where there's more information about our local chapters and the events that we're hosting. Um, We also have our Facebook group that's linked on there. And that's a great resource for travelers to be able to join and then connect with travel professionals as well as as well as well other travelers and um, ask questions about somewhere that you're going or planning on going and find more resources around it. Um, and then, of course, we're also on Instagram. Um, and that's our favorite social media platform to share just little tips and tricks about how to become more sustainable um, in your travels. And that is at Impact Travel Aligner.
1: Well, thank you so much, Kelly. It's it's really making uh, a difference, and I think we can all come away with some solutions that we can start doing right now. My guest today has been Kelly Louise. She's the director uh, and founder of Impact Travel Alliance. You know, I think it's time to really start uh, supporting the uh, communities where you want to travel in ways that you can make things better on a people to people basis on a on a planet basis. Remember, there are small things we can do. And together, we can have such a huge impact. So go out this week and, you know, bring a, a a water bottle with you that's not plastic. Try something new. Bring a bag to the grocery store that's not plastic. And remember go out, touch somebody's life. Life is short. Don't postpone joy.